What's up, everybody? It's another episode of Philosophy. I'm Phil. I'm your host. Today with... I am just not tongue-tied today. Today with us, we got Stephen Wagamoff, the owner of Worship Distributed Podcast. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if owner is the correct terminology <laughs> I there. Think, I don't think I own it. <laughs> I think maybe the church owns it. should probably revisit that, actually, uh, for the on their behalf. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, so Worship Distributed, man, it's a fun podcast. I mentioned it last time. Uh, listen to your most recent episode. You mentioned my podcast, so I appreciate the shout-out. We did, yeah, yeah. and, you know, uh, it's pretty cool that you're doing it. Thank Philosophy, you. I thought it was a great name. Good yeah. play. Good play on the name. I Thanks. like it. I appreciate it, yeah. Someone was like, did you have to change the spelling of philosophy to fit your name? I just kind of looked at them. I was like, nope. That's, that's, it's truly just how you spell it. <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah. What if your name was was actually philosophy? Like, what if <laughs> Phil was short for... <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah, Phil was short for philosophy, right? One of the one of the yeah. many nicknames I have. It would be hilarious. Yeah. yeah they just It's not Philip. Yeah. Everybody so, thinks it's Philip. Like, exactly. And maybe like your parents never told you, then one day you find your birth certificate. <laughs> it's philosophy. It's philosophy. <laughs> philosophy gown. I've been lied to. I've been lied to my whole life. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I was watching, actually, I was watching a show last night. Uh, there's a show that's uh, before your time, but it was called Night Court mm-hmm. way back in the day. And uh, they did a reboot of it. I'm nice. not necessarily recommending it uh, to anybody. <laughs> it's not bad or anything, but you know, right. it's just a show, so it's got its yeah. moments. But anyways. The uh, the lady that is the judge now mm-hmm. is the son of the who is the daughter of the judge. Oh, that's cool. On the original one, <laughs> now not in real life, but right, like the, yeah, plot that's line. the plot line. But her name is Abby, mm. uh, and then uh, her dad <laughs> in the original one was all into magic. Mm-hmm. All right, and so so he was all into magic, and and uh, on this one, her mom came to visit her, and she was the judge in the night court or whatever, and she goes by Abby. Her mom was like, by the way. Your name's not short for Abigail. It's short for Abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, you know. It was pretty funny, actually. I was just, it was so cheesy. It made me laugh. That's funny. So, yeah. Those moments are great. Yeah, man. But so, thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, good yeah, to be here. It's exciting. I'm, uh, I'm, it was funny because I was telling you that, uh, so I was listening to your podcast and I've gotten into listening to podcasts on like one and a half or two times speed because you can get through an hour podcast right. half the time. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. You know, that's exactly how that works. Maths. You know, math. Yeah. yeah. But so I was listening to the most recent one and, you know, Worship Distribute with you and Sean is hilarious as it is, you know, because you guys, you know, I was laughing, but listening to you guys on two times speed is just, it's 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 funny. So Yeah, uh, the so jokes just keep going at Exactly. That's funny. But no, it's, it's funny to listen to that. But, um, you know, it's funny because it's like, you're, I, I was laughing at the line where you're like, I don't think you've ever talked to Phil about evolution. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I don't even think I've ever, actually, I thought it was really funny because it's like, we talk about evolution. I'm like, I'm not, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know Phil was into like, <laughs> but now that I think about it, I do remember. Remember, you went to, you went to something at South Campus, I think, mm-hmm. where we had a creationism guy, right? Yeah, I feel like you were kind of into that. Now that I think back, yeah, you know, I, I've I've been into that kind of stuff, and you know, and that, that was the one funny thing about when I was like, yeah, we talk about evolution. I don't support evolution. But we just talk about like, oh that, yeah, know, sure, yeah, which is the you know. But, um, but no, yeah, I've always been in, into, you know, science and creation and, you know, how that all kind of works out together and stuff like that. You know, I, I mentioned on the previous episode of the Louis Giglio, he does the indescribable message right. and that talks about all the things and it's just really cool. And I've always been. That's know, the one with you know, all the galaxies and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. The, he, he starts off with like Earth and you know, like if Earth was a golf ball, how many golf balls would fit, you know, 
Yeah. So it's just, it's really cool. So, but, uh, but yeah, uh, so I enjoyed that. It was fun having to talk to Mitch and, you know, so, so let's talk about you for a little bit. So you own Pro Care Pool Service. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's fun. That's exciting. Uh, how's that going? Oh, it's good. Yeah. I've had it since 2017. I started in November. So we're coming up on uh, six years. Nice. And uh, we've uh, grown a lot and uh, it's, it stays busy year round all throughout, you know, our mm-hmm. county and the area. So did cool. you, when you first started this, mm-hmm. like, did you like, is that something you've like always wanted to start? Like, man, you just always wanted to just own a pool business or was you just, you wanted to start your own business? Business. Was, yeah. Not business. necessarily pool business, but nice. it just kind of worked out that nice. I saw Root and mm-hmm. thought, okay, had a buddy who did it. And so I thought, you know, let me give this a shot. And, and uh, so just took the risk and so far it's kind of worked out. Nice. Yeah. So back in 2017, did you ever foresee yourself getting like kind of as big as you guys gotten so far? No, it wasn't really even a, a goal, mm-hmm. you know, to to get that big really. Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was uh, maybe six months before I really tried to add any customers, but mm-hmm. then it just kind of, you know, just, just kind of went up. from there. Yeah. That's cool. The um, And then uh, how long have you been at the church? That's what. Uh, yeah, since February of two thousand eight. Nice. Yeah, that's so, exciting. Yeah, a lot of years. Yeah, we've known each other for <laughs> since what I was like. I think you were 16, 15 yeah, or sixteen. Fifteen or sixteen. So we've we've worked together, known each other for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny. Is like it's a, it's a. I look at that perspective of like you know you're in, you're you're a church member and you see it's like oh you know I, I look I'm like oh it's Stephen he's my boss he's a you know a really good friend of mine and everybody's like oh right. that's Pastor Stephen like you know they <laughs> they see you as that like this this, this like person I'm like oh, it's just, it's just Stephen like you know <laughs> like I talk to a lot of new staff members that come on they're like Stephen scares me I'm like he does <laughs> I mean there's times you do scare me like I'm like I'm gonna stay over here I don't ever intend to scare no, anybody it's, it's just it's that you know but I'm like I like it I'm like Stephen like, <laughs> like okay. Yeah, you know, but uh, it's it's funny. Yeah, it's kind of happens. I think when you're somewhere for a while and right. you're established, you know, people get maybe some pre preconceived notions. Yeah, there's been there was a lot. Do you remember that time that small time frame where people thought I was your son? Yeah. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure, people ask me that. And yeah. Like, so what's it like being like your father being the worship pastor? I'm like, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. I mean, I guess. How old are you now? 25. You're 25. I mean, I guess you technically, you know, technically could be my son because I'm 43. So, you know, if I got married and started having kids at 18. Right. You it, know, it, it would I, work. <laughs> I did. We did get married early. I mean, I was 23 and she was 19. Right. But, but yeah, um, we yeah. didn't have kids till five years later. So, right. And, you know, now Sean's on staff and now people everybody think I'm, thinks <laughs> I'm Sean and Sean's me. Yeah, yeah. They get you confused or think you're brothers or something like that. Yeah. I had, I had a lady, you know, it's one of those bless your heart moments because I, I was like sitting in the sound booth on a Sunday morning. She walks up and goes, young man, I just want to thank you for just the worship you led the day and all this other stuff. I'm like, I'm not even like wearing the same like clothes as him. Like, you know, like I said, yeah. I get in that moment where if you're like, it's two different days and like, it's you know, we're not together, but we're literally in the same room at the same time. And, you know, they're thinking we're the same different from yeah. different person. I'm like, okay. yeah. But maybe maybe she just wanted to take the easy way out. Like maybe she just knew, but she didn't want to walk all the way up front. So she just figured she'd say it to you, and then you would just relay it to Sean. Yeah, yeah true. Like, maybe that was work. it. Yeah, or maybe know. she felt like you led worship really well from behind the soundboard. Like wow. Yeah. Was, you just yeah. mixed so much <laughs> worship today. Oh yeah. Which is, I mean, it's true though. I mean, it's right. part of it. Yeah, for sure. So when you so you know when you lead worship, right? So mm-hmm. what is your like? You know when you're up there. 
like your goal obviously is to like you got to lead the band, you got all these people you're leading, and, sure. you know, and you're you're making sure the tech's working, you got all these things going on your on your head, you know. But like, how how do you separate like that from the time? Because like we're so like at South Campus, we're we got a couple new kids that are joining the praise team, sure, you know, stuff like that, and we've talked. We're trying to teach them on like how to authentically worship, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So like when you're up there and you are the lead person, yeah. How do you separate that? Like, how do you, how do you like, kind of unplug, lead authentically, and, and not necessarily lead authentically. But how do you unplug and like have your time to worship with you and God, but also do all of the same things you have to do? <laughs> yeah, well, so I don't, I don't separate it. Mm. I consider all that as part of my uh, worship. Okay, of God, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's my responsibility. And so I, th- I think in life, generally, the way we live is our worship, mm-hmm. right? The way we live out our faith is our worship. So when I'm leading worship through like the medium of song and music and stuff like that, you know, God's given me the responsibility to kind of oversee mm-hmm. uh, all those things, the band members and the sound and the, all that kind of stuff in the sense of oversee it. Like um, I'm you know, at the end of the day, I will always take responsibility for it. And God's blessed me with people like you and other folks and band members, et cetera, that fill in the gaps because I can't mm-hmm. do everything right at one time but no i don't separate it like it's all part of it like mm-hmm. it's it's does that uh, it's, yeah that it's just sense. all it's all part of that whole process because mm-hmm. i want to make sure that i'm thinking about you know what's coming next and i want to make sure that i can you know lead and direct people in the direction they should go as we're going through the service and those kind of things so um i i it all lumps together as my presentation of worship and mm-hmm. i will say too that you know, that's one thing too, in your question, you said something about how do you, so you can have your personal worship with God. And, and on Sundays, honestly, I really don't ever look at it as a, as a personal time, although I'm personally engaged, I mm-hmm. look at it as a corporate time mm. because Sunday, Sunday services, special services, services where we're together mm-hmm. and we engage in worship through specifically my responsibility. Like I said, like the medium of music, right. Uh, I'm doing that with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that on my own. That makes sense. And so I'll generally, I'll generally not necessarily call people like to do like the hey, close your eyes. It's just you and God right now. Mm-hmm. There's not. I don't have a problem with with that. But right. I generally won't do it because it's not just you and God right now. You can be just you and God. What? Mm-hmm. How many hours are in a week? Right, 168 hours. So right. from 11 to 12. I'm asking you not. So 167 hours a week, it could be just you and God. But that mm-hmm. one hour, it's me and you together mm-hmm. worshiping God, like-minded. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some personal things that happen, right? But I think it happens in that group context, and we experience it together as a family, mm-hmm. uh, in the family of God, in the church, corporately together. And mm-hmm. I think that that's part of that worship. And so, like, I looked at I look at my job. I think it was this. I think it was a theologian. Uh, his name's Kierkegaard. And one of his statements was, you know, the the people on the stage aren't, aren't really on the stage in the sense of, hey, look here, but the people on the stage are prompters to the people in the seats to look to God. Mm-hmm. And so I look at my job as just kind of constantly reminding people like, hey, hey, look up there. Hey, hey, look up there. Look at look at God. Like mm-hmm. that's that's like what our job is as worship leaders is to do that. And so we we do that together. Mm-hmm. So, cool. yeah, that's that's how I. That's how I do it, mm-hmm. you know, and I take it, I take it, uh, uh, I have a lot of fun with it. Like I love it. Uh, and I take it serious, but so, so there's times where, you know, I do take it serious and I, and I'll really get disappointed. I'll get really frustrated, aggravated when things don't mm-hmm. go like I think they should go. 
And a lot of times that's aggravation with myself from a failed leadership or I didn't give my best to make sure that things went like they should. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in that, that's, that's honestly part of my like worship experiences is learning and learning how to do it better and learning like how to engage it in a better way. Mm-hmm. And then there's times where it's like really exciting because it's like, wow, I mean, everything really connected and the people are engaging. Cause I do look at my job as just to get people to sing. Mm-hmm. And if I can get them to sing, that's a win. Uh, and so that's exciting for me as well in the, in the kind of in the opposite spectrum, mm-hmm. you know? So this, when things cause people to not be able to sing or d- distract them from singing versus uh, things that make it to where they can. So, that's kind of uh, the way I look at it, the way I approach it uh, together mm-hmm. on on Sundays. That's cool. Yeah, I um, <laughs> there was a lot of dead space there for a second. I'm, <laughs> I, was, I was like, listen, like, yeah, yeah, moving parts. Yeah, <laughs> he's done talking. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, we, that's that's cool, man. I I think that's a that was a really cool way you said that. You know, just how everything kind of ties together. You know, I think I've been learning that myself. You know. I remember back in back in the early days of starting to work with you, you know, I was very much like, you know, like, yeah, you know, like there, you know, on Sundays I, I don't get to, you know, I don't get to have this. I don't get to do this. So like, and we've had a lot, a lot of those like kind of heart to heart conversations, but I think I've been personally, I think I've been trying to learn that, you know, and trying to learn that like, it's, it's all encompassed. Like kind of like you said, like there's there, you know, you have your personal time, but when it comes to Sunday morning, there's, you know, you know, having that time to be able to still, take in from like the message and the worship and stuff like that, but also do the job that has to be done, you know? Right. And so I think, I think the, I think the person serving wherever it is, whether you're in the choir loft or you're behind the soundboard or you're behind the computer for pro presenter, mm-hmm. that's your time of worship mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not because you're not sitting in a pew with your hands up. Mm-hmm. It, it, oh, I'm not worshiping. I didn't get a chance to do that. Now, mm-hmm. there's benefits to that and, and right. being with, you know, sometimes being with your family or people you love and sitting next to them in that mm-hmm. closeness. But that's all part of yeah. worship. That's mm-hmm. all part of who we are. And, and and I think people just have a hard time. They, they try to disconnect things, and I don't think they need to be disconnected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um. That 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 was actually kind of kind of cool. So we were talking a little bit, you know, <clears throat> with uh, Mitch last week that we were talking about, you know, callings, right? And so, you know, I felt like back in 2019, I went and did that summer camp all summer, you know, and like really enjoyed it and loved it. It was just a it was a mountaintop experience, like every day, you know, even though it was, you know, even though there was a lot of downfalls to to it because we're constantly moving, constantly doing all the things. There was just a lot of cool things to see the kid, you know, tons, hundreds and hundreds of kids getting saved and awesome worship experiences. I mean, it, it is the camp mountaintop high all summer long, you know? And so coming out of that, I'm like, man, I just, I really feel like called into some form of ministry. Right. And so I'm like, I feel like this. And so, I mean, I, I talked with, you know, Jamie and at the time, David Mormon and just all these, all these guys going like, man, I, just, I feel called to ministry, called to ministry. And then, you know, just, I don't, I don't feel called to be a pastor, but so I'm like, I just, what does this all look like? You know? And there was, um, one Sunday morning, we were at the 11 o'clock service. We were doing like living hope or something like that. You like, you were going back in the, into the chorus and it was like completely like acapella, like the whole congregation is like roaring out, you know, even our tech people are like hands in the air, you know, everything was just running so smoothly in those moments. And it was like in that stillness of that moment, you know, which is why my favorite verse is Psalm 46 and be still know that I'm God. It was in that stillness of the moment that I felt like God said, this is ministry. You know, this is also the ministry. Like this is the ministry you're called to be in, you know, and that's what that's when I also decided to pursue the degree of audio, you know, audiovisual, because I felt like this is this is where I'm called to be. Like I'm, you know, I don't see myself leave, leaving Leesburg, you know, 
you know, right. it, like if God calls me out of that direction, then great, you know. But I see myself being, you know, I I I, I have a home here, I have a family here, I, I have this is where I feel called, you know. <laughs> And well, so, yeah, and you have a, I mean, and, and things happen in seasons, you know, right, and, you and know. Uh, we don't ever, of course, want you to leave or any, by any stretch like that, but, but yeah, you're, you're gifted at, you're gifted at a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it is in the technical media side, mm-hmm. which is a huge, a huge part of church world now. Mm-hmm. This is a huge part. Yeah. Pastors need slot. They, they want slides up. We need videos. We've, we've got sound that needs to be mixed. We've got Ableton that needs to be built. We've got slides that need to be built for songs and mm-hmm. automation and lights. And those all have to be, you know, they all, those all have shelf lives. They have to be repaired. They have to be replaced. They have to mm-hmm. be upgraded. Yeah. And that's, that's something that, that you are very good at. You're very naturally gifted at it and have developed a skill at it and are still developing that skill mm-hmm. academically and just hands on. Mm-hmm. Every day, right? Uh, and and uh, and a lot of churches would be blessed, and our church is blessed by having someone like you that can do that. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've noticed about you, and and that I've told people many times, and I and I've told you before, is what what I admire about you is that you don't you don't seem to not want to come into your to do your job. Mm-hmm. You don't seem to not like your job. You don't seem to look at it as a as mm-hmm. a nine to five and I'm just going to do my money through Friday. I mean, obviously not Monday through Friday, but I'm right, speaking yeah. like metaphorically mm-hmm. and, and just get out of here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you love, you, you love what you do. You love mm-hmm. getting it done. I mean, the projects you, you're taking on projects and completing things from a lot of different angles, like, you know, reorganizing the sound booth, uh, w- one week and putting new shelves and cabinets and kind of facilitating that, make sure it all gets done and rewired and figuring out little, you know, this well, this button got moved here, and like we talked about, like I should have it got it got bumped, so it got knocked over here, and they're figuring out like, oh, like there it is, you know, mm-hmm. having that moment, like figuring out all that stuff, and then the week before you're on a lift, you know, changing bulbs and DMX packs, <laughs> right? In the week, you know, and then during that week, you're in a computer in a DAW, uh, a digital audio workstation in that DAW building. Uh, tracks and turning things on and off and sending auto, you know automated MIDI cues. So you're going from digital things hands on on a computer all the way to, you know, just putting a cabinet together and making sure it looks clean, organized, and vacuuming a booth. You know, mm-hmm. and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And that that's just not even a scrape in the surface about all the small tasks that you take care of and big tasks that you do. So yeah, I mean, you definitely, you definitely have a gift at it. It's, it's funny because, you know, I can't tell you, you know, what, what your calling is going to be. You have to, you know, you're, you're going to just, well, I mean, what, how, what each season of your life is going to look like mm-hmm. is a better way to say it. Right. But, but what I will say is a lot of times I see guys in your position that did the camp experience and did the trip experience, did the whatever, mm-hmm. and they came out. And they had a calling and something they were good at, but they had this, they got on this spiritual high mm-hmm. and then they come out. Now all of a sudden they're called to ministry and they got to be a youth pastor. Right. It's like, whoa, like slow down a sec. <laughs> like you had two really fun months, mm-hmm. like, but, but just chill. Like you, yeah. j- just because you had a great spiritual experience doesn't mean now all of a sudden you gotta be a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and for me, for me, it didn't work that way. Mm-hmm. So like I, I will, <laughs> well, let me take that back maybe a little bit. It was a little bit different for me because, like, I did not want to be a pastor. I didn't want to be in ministry mm-hmm. at all. Right. I didn't care about it. I didn't want to do it because mm-hmm. I'd had bad experiences in church world growing up because right. I grew up with a dad in ministry 
and we just had bad experiences that I remember just watching with 12 year old, 13 year old eyes and being like, I'm never going to be <laughs> in leadership in a church. Right. You know, and likely probably just not keep attending church when I'm out of here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, through several things and it was kind of finalized in a, in a mission trip when I was 21 mm-hmm. that my brother-in-law took me on was what kind of opened my eyes to see that God was kind of driving me towards music ministry, but it had been something that I'd been doing and was doing for in small ways, not music ministry, like as a whole, but mm-hmm. you know, helping here, playing piano for that, doing this, that, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but just a little bit here and there uh, until God like led me that way. But I think you were wise and just like being patient and not making a big jump mm-hmm. to be honest, Oh, I gotta be, I gotta be in this position because this is what I saw and this is what it is. This is what it means. Mm-hmm. And losing the value of what you do, mm-hmm. because what you do right now is of immense value to mm-hmm. the life and the functionality of the church. Yeah, that's cool. I appreciate that. I uh, <clears throat> yeah, I know because that's because uh, it was funny because like I I I mean I've spoken a couple of times, you know, like taught it, you know. I don't like to say preach a sermon because I feel like that's a, that's a very pastoral thing to do. But I've, right. I've I've taught a couple lessons to people. You know, and it's just, I mean, I get tongue-tied. I just, I get up there, I'm like, ah, you know, (laughs) read the notes, read the notes. And, you know, I have 30 minutes to fill and I'm done in five. (laughs) You know know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those, I'm like, so that's why I just, like, this is just not my, I'm I'm not a spotlight person. I'm not, I'm I'm very much happy being behind the scenes, you know. And so, like, I even, like, you know, I I help lead worship for South Campus Youth. But there's going to be a time when, you know, a new guy comes in or something happens or we get fully youth led and I'm very much ready to like hand that off, you know? Sure. And so, you know, when, when that time comes, here you go, you know? Right. Um, and so, and jump back into my, you know, into that, into my, I call my, you know, jump back into my cave, you know? Yeah. <laughs> go back into the cave. And so, but, um, you know, and yeah, man, so I just, I really enjoy that. So how, so shifting gears a little bit, yep. um, you know, you have we we always talk about music, and we're always you know between the four of us, we're always you know playing some kind of music, and you know it's funny how much our music differences between each office, you know, right? And so and um and how much we listen to, but like, have you ever like so what is a like so on a worship song standpoint, what is a song that's like really kind of hitting for you right now? It may not be something we're doing Sunday morning, but like, is there a song that's like we're just really like kind of. Well, Sean, Sean showed me a song that I'm kind of digging right now. Mm-hmm. It's called If I Got Jesus by Ben Fuller. Mm. And uh, we're going to be rotating that in probably next month. Nice. Um, but, yeah, it's and it, 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 it's funny because it's 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 a song that's kind of right up my alley as far as um, if I were able to draw a variation between a song that is written for congregational worship Okay, like a, like what would be one that would be just straight up and down like that? Like you know, how great is our God or whatever? Mm. You know, like that would be one where it's you know stri- written written straight for that. So there's a lot that you could you just you can pull it out there, give it to the congregation, mm-hmm. and they get it. And then there's a song that is not necessarily written for that, but can be used for that. Mm-hmm. And I think this one kind of falls in that category, right? And it's kind of a storytelling storytelling song. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like it's kind of like a chain breaker feel or a uh let me tell you about my jesus feel because Uh those aren't really like you know they don't lend themselves to an immediate praise and worship Uh song or whatever right i don't don't know that i like using that term but whatever Uh so 
Um, but this one is kind of one of those story-driven songs where it uh, it moves through and t- you know, like I've had a dollar to my name, and I've had this happen and this happen and this happen. But it, but if everything goes wrong, and then the chorus hook comes on, if I got mm-hmm. Jesus, I've got all I've ever mm-hmm. you know needed. Take the world away from me, and I'll mm-hmm. be okay. And I think that's I that's like cool. those kind of songs that yeah. just kind of lead storytell, then hit a big hook mm-hmm. that kind of point the attention to Jesus and who He is. And that's cool. Yeah, so I'm digging that one right now. Nice. Have you ever like so you know? As we we talked earlier about like phases of life and so like phases of time, different worship songs you know affect hit you harder in different phases of your life. Have you ever like been in you know like you had one song that like was this phase of life and really hit you hard and it was like really cool and really really solid, but then you haven't listened to it in a long time and you're in a different phase of life now and you it comes back like like on your mix and um and it hits you it just hits you again and you're like whoa like you know, oh yeah like, sure I mean um. I'll tell you one way that that happens for me a lot mm-hmm. too is because I'm so often leading songs. Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, on the rare occasion, but when it does happen, that I'm not leading and maybe I'm sitting in a congregation and mm-hmm. there's a worship uh, time through song and and the song a song comes on and I just remember a few times that that's happened to me. Uh, uh, one of them, one of them was the uh, and it's it's slipping my mind right now. It's one we do. Um, gosh, man, Mandy sang lead on it so many times. Uh, <laughs> in the darkness, we were waiting. What a beautiful without name. hope, without light, yeah. till from heaven you came running. There was mercy and praise the Father, praise the Son. That's not what, what King of that? Kings. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Sorry, I had to. I had to start running it. <laughs> you the, I was yeah. getting the lyrics running in the chorus real quick. <laughs> yeah, but I was somewhere, and it had been a while since we sung it. We still do that one every once in a while, but mm-hmm. it had been a while since we sung it. And I was just in our congregation, and that one came on, and I was like, ah, oh. just kind of hit me in mm-hmm. like a a real like great way. Yeah, it's it's cool. So like, um, I don't know if you remember this or not, but we took um, it was down in. Um, real life down in Claremont yeah the middle school kids like it was like worship thing I remember that and because uh, I remember going, going with that and you, you know I remember saying, kind of wa- like watching you like I know you're not supposed to like watch people yeah, yeah. worship but like watching you I'm just curious like you know there's some songs you're like like it's so loud and it's just like it's you have the whole band you got everybody singing it but then like I, I could just like you're like yeah let's go you know I'm like <laughs> so I'm like let's go like this you yeah know? and so that was a real sweet experience because uh, they just did I think that was actually one of the songs they did that mm-hmm. that I was jamming on pretty hard and uh, and I was sitting next to Natalie and and we were just getting to sing together and, mm-hmm. and uh, worship together and that was super sweet That's it was cool. a super great experience. Yeah, that was a good day. I think I had you. I was like, hey, man, can, can, do you remember those? what songs they were doing? Can you find me that set list or whatever? And I think you went to the sound guy, and he gave you a set list. <laughs> yeah. Because I really wanted to know, like, what they were doing, because that was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I, uh, <clears throat> so the other day, I was I have, you know, I have this play that's called Fire. And it's and yep. I, I call it that because it's just it's songs that I really, really like. I think they're just yeah. really solid songs, you know. And I've had a bunch of youth looking at me and go like, "These songs are slow. They're they're old. You know, like you know, these aren't these aren't what you know truly fire means." I'm like, "Oh, whatever. I don't care." But um, anyways, but like I was sitting there, and I just I have it on rotation, right? And so like it just and it's you know it's two hundred and fifty three hundred songs. You know, it's just it's it's constantly going. And um, the other day I was sitting there and I was like, "The sun comes on." I'm like, "I don't." 
know what the song is. Like, I always had it in my headphones. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I recognize it, but like, what it is, it was uh, Fear is a Liar by Zach Williams. There you go. You know, and I was sitting there, it was, it was one of those, like, hadn't heard it in years, you know. But in that moment, I was like dealing with some stuff, and that song hits, and it's just, you know, I was dealing with some, like, self, like, you know, like, kind of wondering what was going on. We had, it was one of those weeks we had, like, a lot of things going wrong here, had things going yeah. on at home, and it was just like, I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm not doing, like, I'm just, Failing this weekend, that right. I just, I'm, I'm just like it was just one of those, just so much, and that song came on, and it was just one of those. I just sat there, I was like, all right, you know, and um, it's actually kind of. So I, I don't know how much this is, you know, if this is like I don't think this is really theologically sound. What I'm about to say, but um, we're not on worship distribute, so I can I can say yeah, it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, anyways, but uh, I I was driving to church one Sunday. We were heading to South Campus. It's about 25 minute drive for me. And so I put on worship music every morning, just kind of like, you know, trying yeah. to get get my head in the right mindset, that kind of stuff. And I was dealing with a lot of things, right? Driving driving to church, I'm like, all right, I, I don't, I, normally I go in and like I, I add to cue and I add songs I want to listen to and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm really like digging the song and that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm just, just shuffle. Don't care what's going to come on. I said, I just, you know, I just need something right now, right? And it was like, I'm not kidding you, every song that came on was like, he was just built on each other, like sure, you know, like, and, and built on each other. It was like, and it, and it was the exact like set of five songs I needed to hear. Wow, that was just like you know, like, and so you know, I don't. I've heard a, you know people like, oh, like you know, God does that. He'll he'll put all that. You know, he'll put people in your sure. place and he'll do things like that. You know, and and so I don't know how theologically sounded to say like he specifically made Spotify's algorithm play the songs yeah. in the correct order. You know, but. Uh, he definitely know. used it, right? Right. He used those songs. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm just sitting there. I was like, by the time I got to church, I felt like kind of refreshed and renewed and like ready to walk into the service, you know? Yeah. And it was just like, it was, and then that day it was just like, then I was listening to those worship songs and like, you know, it was just, it was just, it was a really good, you know. It's been a little while since I've done it, but there's whenever, there's been several times where I was driving uh, to uh, camp, one of the campuses for a service or whatever, and I'll put on the Bible app and mm -hmm. just have it the guy reading mm. like just chapters of scripture while I'm driving. Yeah. And there's been several times where that was just, just driving and listening to that and kind of getting ready to lead or whatever, that that was really impactful mm -hmm. for me, just hearing some stuff and hearing it, hearing some scripture, hearing it read and be like, Oh wow. And some stuff I had not thought of or was reminded of. Mm -hmm. And that was real powerful. That's cool. So, yeah. So, um, like I said, the podcast is we talk about anything and everything. So we've been, you know, hitting some heavier topics, and so okay. switching to a not so heavy topic. Oh. What what do you um, what do you do for fun? Like, I don't know how many people are gonna be listening to this and be like, oh, I I just really want to know what Stephen Wagamon does for fun. No. Like, what what is like from a, a worship pastor? You, you're in the in the church like yeah. all the time doing all these things. Like, what do you go do for fun? Like when you're listening, just unplugged, no responsibility, you know, what, what is that? Well, I mean, I like to play pickleball. Right. I just was able to get back at that. That's a lot of fun. Nice. You know, uh, I know you and I have talked about actually trying to get you in on that, show you how to do it, but yeah, I enjoy that. We'll try to, I'll try to do that in the morning. It's a great exercise. Mm -hmm. I know like I'll turn on, I don't know how accurate it is, but I'll, I'll turn on my watch on the activity and put it on pickleball. Nice. And I guess it monitors Wait, your heart rate and everything. A, it, yeah, there actually is one. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. On your Apple watch. <laughs> and, um, and so, like, I know every about every time I've done it, because we'll play about an hour and a half. And mm -hmm. so, about every time I've done it, I've burned over over a thousand calories. Okay, like when <laughs> when I do nice. it, because it's hot, you're yeah. running a lot, you're sweating, your heart mm -hmm. rates up. Yeah. You know? So I think, and I also think generally, my heart rates just like always <laughs> like really high. So, well, I so why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I enjoy that. That's uh, that's 
Yeah, that's kind of my main source of like if it was just a me mm-hmm. getaway, like kind of hobby thing to do for fun, that mm-hmm. would be it. That's cool. Are you uh you do you like are you so you're so you're more of a pickleball guy. Are you have you like are you a fisherman? Like do you like do you like to go get on the boat and go fish for a weekend? Oh, like, sure, you, sure. That kind of stuff or? Yeah, like we we uh you know our family loves to get on the boat, go out in the lake. Uh we took the boat to the coast. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, went uh, scalloping last Saturday. Nice. That was a lot of fun. That's exciting. In the Gulf. Yeah, we did that and uh, enjoyed that. So, yeah, I like to do that. Uh, I do like to fish. Uh, I'm not, like, a, a avid, hardcore fisherman, but, mm-hmm. like, I know how. Right. I enjoy going out. Mm-hmm. Um, and when there's an option or availability for me to do it and I'm free, like, I'll definitely nice. I'll definitely go and I know what I'm doing. Cool. Um, and it is, I mean, something about being on the water is very, you know, cathartic, very relaxing. Mm-hmm. So, I, I enjoy that. That's yeah. cool. Uh, I like, you know, I've got a, you know, and, and you know this, you know, I've got four kids married and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and honestly, we have a really close family, which is mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. And so we enjoy spending time together, mm-hmm. you know, doing stuff and just hanging out. We go to the pool in our neighborhood and that's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. We'll do that together. Uh, we got, you know, TV shows or whatever we'll watch together and mm-hmm. just hang out. So, and then that's always, I like being with my family. Like I, right. I mean, they, they, you know, it's just great. They're, they're easy to kind of be around. Well, most of the time, but <laughs> it's probably me actually. That's not easy to be around, but we have a good time. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, you, do you still have the Blackstone? Oh yeah, dude. I love my Blackstone. It's a it's game changer. Right. Yeah. Uh, I cook your, everything on it. What's your favorite thing to cook on it? Well, I'll do it Saturday night. So okay. is uh, it's gonna be uh, hibachi. So I do Let's I do go. hibachi on it. Yeah. So nice. I'll do a full vegetables, rice, steak, chicken. Um, nice. Like, all the stuff. You know, I even do the onion thing, and I'll chop it up, and I'll make, like, a little onion volcano. Then turn it into the train while I'm dinging the thing on the nice. on the Blackstone. It's just a um, – so, yeah, like, I really enjoy that. That's a lot of fun. Nice. Um, yeah, we've got some friends that are moving in the neighborhood that we just moved to Saturday, mm-hmm. so we're going to be helping them move in. But nice. Saturday night, I'll cook I'll cook um, the hibachi meal, and they'll – so they can have some, you know, dinner and everything while they're getting moved in. That's cool. So that's my favorite thing to make on it. But I'll, nice. I'll make everything on it from burgers to steaks to, um, I make this um, Italian meal with, um, I can't remember what they're called, but the Yuri showed it to me, and uh, it's got, uh, it's got like the cheese stuff, um, not manicotti. Uh, what are they called? I could see them. I could see the shells like on the. On the shell, I can see it in my head. Like I'll remember it later when I don't when I don't need to know. But anyways, you right. take those and you put different vegetables and like Italian style stuff in it. And, nice and sausage and kielbasa and you cook it up and that's exciting. Is it probably? I don't know if it's kielbasa. I think it is. What do I use in that? Anyways, <laughs> and then I have a great jambalaya one um, okay. that I do. There's okay. this guy on I saw a reel on Facebook. He has a black top. It's not a it's not a blackstone, but it's same concept like right. a blacktop griddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, I followed his like recipe on that. He's from like Louisiana, like mm-hmm. like um, in the bayou somewhere. He's got nice. a real thick, you know, Cajun accent, <laughs> and uh, he uh, he does that with with uh, andouille sausage and rice and the mm-hmm. vegetables and the onions and the nice you know banana you know not banana peppers but the you know red green mm-hmm. peppers and all those kind of things. Cooks it all down. It's pretty delicious. Nice. Worcestershire sauce and Worcestershire. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of lot of things on there that will cook. Nice. I can enjoy it. Make me hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. No, I love it. <laughs> I love. It. I think my favorite. Jennifer, it's not her favorite, but I think my favorite is the is the uh, jambalaya. Nice. I think my favorite thing to make is the um is the uh, the um 
hibachi though. That's like the funnest. Nice. It tastes good too. The hibachi does taste real good. That's cool. Yeah, that's exciting for sure. Yeah, man. Well, that's exciting. The um, so anything like so when you said you like didn't want to get caught, we're jumping jump back back into the ministry yeah. thing. You said you didn't want to get. You, you, like, wanted to avoid ministry at all costs. Correct. So, like, what did you... So, like, you said it was, like, t- like 20, 23, 21, 23, somewhere in there that you said you, like, you felt you, the the final push and call to ministry. Like, when did... um So, what did you do, pr- like, for, like, work? Like, what what is, like, you know, did you... Like, what did you do for work, like, well, Yeah, so I've ministry? worked for a long time. So, right. um I started working when I was, like, a very young teenager mm-hmm. maybe 12 13 years old mm-hmm. i worked uh with a lady we knew that had a uh, a hot dog stand that hooked up to her truck and she would pull it downtown jacksonville in front of uh some of the big businesses and so on people's lunch breaks when there was a lot of traffic mm-hmm. uh she would just stand in there and cook you know hot dogs sausage dogs and all that kind of stuff nice. and uh, i would just help make sure everything was clean uh i would do um i would do um i would make sure clean i would do the uh um, like take the money, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, make change and, and all that kind of stuff and help her like do that. Uh, she never let me cook, cook the hot dog. <laughs> she did one time and I accidentally left the rag on top of the, uh, cover for it and then it burned. It was a whole, whole thing. So I, didn't, I was so young. I didn't get to do that, but that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, so I started there and then from there I worked at the Jacksonville Coliseum in food service. Nice. Uh, so the guys that were behind the counter that, um, I worked one of those booths where you just sold hot dogs, nachos or whatever mm-hmm. from behind yeah. the built in, the built in concessions. And eventually that turned into where I worked actually for the, so that was kind of a private group that I worked for, but then I worked like for the Coliseum doing, uh, like I would handle their food delivery and stock mm-hmm. the, stock the food stations. That's cool. So, um, I would have a big cart and I would load it up with the chips and the cheese and all that kind of stuff and the pizzas. Mm-hmm. And uh, be backstage. So I got to see, like, lots of, um, like, professional, like, people. Um, just saw Garth Brooks one time. That's cool. Um, I think I said hey to him, you know, just walking <laughs> by. Uh, 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 a lot of professional wrestlers, other music. You know, that nice. was pretty cool because I was all in. I was really into, like, WCW and WWF and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I saw, like, you know, Ric Flair and, mm-hmm. and like, all these guys, you know, That's Sting cool. and uh, – uh, uh, I saw El Gigante, who's like seven foot seven. <laughs> so I came up to like his waist, <laughs> and nice. that was pretty cool. Uh, and then, um, and then from there, when I, uh, I, I, I when I was seventeen, uh, I got a job uh, working for America Online. So I was a full time mm-hmm. junior going into senior year. But at seventeen, they would hire you, and they had a local call center. And so I would work twenty five hours a week. I would go five hours a day after school. And um, I was making seven dollars an hour. Eventually, eight, uh, which at the time, you know, was a pretty big deal. Right. Um, and uh, and uh, I just took calls and did tech support for early internet stuff. Nice. So um, that was like before your time. This is when people <laughs> were still on dial dial up. They still had computers that ran Windows three point one off of floppy disks, and nice. uh, which. Were at the floppy disk. They, there, there weren't too many five and a quarter actual legitimately floppy disks, but they still call the three and a half mm-hmm. ones floppy disks. That's and so then they started CDs, started getting introduced, and, nice. and America Online would just basically flood everybody's house with CDs because they wanted you to put it on your computer, right? And you could do a free trial and sign up and get a dial-up modem and hook it to your phone lock. That's cool. So I knew how to troubleshoot all that. Nice. So like I, I could, you know, like I could walk people through reinstalling their their whole OS and. Nice. Uh, on their computer and stuff like that. Um, and then how to install the software, how to troubleshoot problems they were having. 
That's cool. And uh, and then from there, um, I worked for a. I got hired on uh, when I was nineteen uh, to a. Uh, and this story is going somewhere, but I got hired mm-hmm. on when I was nineteen to a actual high speed internet company uh, called cool. Media One. Eventually, it got bought out by Comcast. Uh, but I I went to work for them and they were installing they were installing the download high speed so you still had to upload connect with a dial up hmm. but when you connected then the download would come through your cable on and uh, cool. and so it was like 1.5 megabits a second you know at the time nice and uh, so I could do I did tech support for that and so I worked that was full time by that point because I didn't want to go to college so mm-hmm. I did uh, I did that full time 40 hours a week I was making 11 25 an hour I thought I was the man nice um, actually at the time it really wasn't that bad yeah and um, and uh, then I got a promotion and I became supervisor of a whole floor mm-hmm. and I was 19 so that was a little weird because then I got like I supervised like all these guys that were like grown men you know right. 40 50 years old and I had to like <laughs> approve their time off requests or and I, ha- I was like upper level tech support at that point so um, that got really stressful for me. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, it, cause it was a lot of pressure and, uh, I dealt with angry people kind of like all day. And so, um, uh, like customers and stuff like that. And then actually text as well. But, uh, but eventually, uh, I just got to a point where I had to, you know, I just knew I needed to kind of get out of the environment and it was keeping me out of church mm-hmm. because of my work schedule. Cause it was, you know, it was like a 24 seven yeah. kind of thing. And so like a lot of times my job would be, you know, maybe Sunday through Wednesday mm-hmm. all day, um, like four 10 hour days. Mm. And, uh, and so it kept me out of, you know, kept me out of church, Sunday morning church, Sunday night church, Wednesday night church and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I got to the point where I was like, man, I, I need to, I need to kind of like, like reboot and just start doing this right. So mm-hmm. at that point I went and worked for a sign shop and it was a fast signs so was the name of his big, big franchise that's cool. Uh, like nationwide mm-hmm. sign shop, and um, uh, worked for a lady named Ann in Jacksonville, and uh, so I did that for three or four years, and uh, made signs, sold signs. Uh, that's where I learned a lot, like in Adobe Illustrator and all that kind of stuff, mm. doing doing vector art and line art and stuff like that. Um, working with vinyl, that's cool. uh, all that kind of stuff, lettering vehicles, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Mostly though, I did sales and kind of just manage the manage the. Um, the customer service mm-hmm. side of things. Uh, and then uh, that's when I ended up going on a mission trip. And through that, I think God was just kind of working on my heart. I had some um, mm-hmm. things that were, you know, like some people in the office that I was ministering to and, and was able to go on a mission trip uh, to Turkey. Uh, and just that plus some other conversations that were happening leading up to it just kind of started changing my heart towards it. Mm-hmm. And then I got back and, and it, it was it was a little bit after that that I started feeling like, okay, you know, God's been kind of like orchestrating my life towards ministry mm-hmm. like this whole time. And I'd already gone to do a visit of a college, um, Baptist college. And I was like, yeah, I liked it. But then like, I didn't pull the trigger on it at all. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I just remember one day I was out back letter in a van and, um, for vinyl, putting the vinyl letters in the van. And I just kind of had this moment where I was like, okay, I just feel something shift. I was like, it's time for me to Mm-hmm. go to college, go to ministry and, and see what happens. Mm. I really didn't honestly feel, I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I didn't have like the aspiration of being like, I'm going to be a pastor in, mm-hmm. in music or in this, you know, it wasn't, it, it was really one of those things where I called my grandmother, Jenny. And I was like, Hey, like, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Bible college. And she's like, that's great. And I was mm-hmm. like, I think I might be a pastor. She was like, you know, like you really have a gift for music. So you probably shouldn't discount that. And that mm-hmm. was what she said to me 
And so literally, this is honestly how simple-minded I am. I went, fine, I'll just do music then. Like, no big deal. Like, I'll, <laughs> I will go do that. I mean, now, I had been playing piano and trumpet. I'd been in band mm. and sung and stuff. So it wasn't, I could read music. It wasn't that big of a, you know, it right. wasn't like I was just being like, oh, I can do anything. I'll do mm-hmm. that. I, you know, right. I had experience. And um, and so, yeah, so I went and uh, went to enroll and I loaded up my truck. And, I mean, I got accepted. I enrolled and I loaded up my truck and drove up there, signed up for classes, went and met the the music guy, mm-hmm. auditioned for him. And I said, hey, can I do this? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so then I went and I did a four-year degree. And, That's cool. Uh, undergrad and uh christian church music uh and uh nice that's exciting that's how i got there yeah that's cool that's uh you know i think it's one of the things i you know out of all the things i respect about you one of the things i really respect and just i think is really awesome is the fact that you could just i feel like you could just pick up any instrument just like (laughs) (laughs) just play it you know well i mean i I, you know i'm a jack of a lot of trades but i'm a master of none of them you know like i I could i could figure a lot of things out but i'm not always i'm never going to be the best at any of them right you know but uh yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm sitting there like, all right, he's playing piano. Okay, cool, guitar. All right, you know, oh, he's, on, he's on the drum kit. Okay, I haven't played drums. Okay, he's actually doing really good. Okay, cool. You know, and then like, I'm like, wait, where's Steven? He's in the orchestra. What is he playing? Trumpet. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then it's just, he's, like, yeah. he's just like picking up every instrument. You're like, all right, cool, cool. There's a lot of experience, you know, it works so, out. It yeah. works out. I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Music's a blast. It's, uh, it's good. Do you have a favorite instrument? Uh, I think I enjoy uh, I enjoy leading the most from the guitar, mm-hmm. but I enjoy playing piano a lot. Nice. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's two two different things. I enjoy leading from the piano, but I enjoy mm-hmm. leading the most from the guitar. But I like to play the piano. Nice. So if I was in a band and I had to accompany, I would probably play piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was when I'm leading worship, I'd prefer to be on the acoustic. That's cool. Now there are the occasional song where I would rather be on piano, but ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, that's exciting. I tried leading from the trumpet one time. It didn't go too well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's funny. Yeah, I had a guy tell me he's like, "Yeah, man, you should lead with your trumpet." I'm like, "What? Do I, how? how am I going to do that? How?" <laughs> like, <laughs> sing with me, and all we'll see. You know what I mean? Right, like, it would yeah. just be weird. Yeah, right. Nobody would know what to do. <laughs> You're just like, sitting there, like, um, okay. That would be like, do we need to make mouth noises too? Right, they'd be sitting there like this. Yes, that yeah. would be. It would yeah. feel like that in a room, no doubt. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, that's that's exciting, man. So you got a business? I do. Yeah, I, I do have a business. Yeah, I feel like you're taking on all the all the trades in there. <laughs> trying to, you just trying to see what's you know, every, every anything and everything that falls under the audiovisual category. I'm trying to just see what it is. You know, I think it's great. You know, I did. You know, I tried. I tried my hand at logo, logo creating, and that, you know, did it for a friend of mine. You know, wanted to start a business up, and so I created a logo for them, created that kind of stuff. But it was just a lot of work to go into editing and designing. It is, a logo. and it, it it gets a lot more. De- it takes a lot of experience, really, and it gets there's a lot of detail in it. Yeah. Um, you know, which you you would be able to do, but I don't think your time. Right, time yeah. would, would, yeah, would just, give you that, and and then you got to have pretty sometimes pretty detailed software and yeah. things like that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, built it and I got it, and it just like I said, it took me like you know I think seven plus hours of I mean not not in consecutive time, but over like three or four days, seven plus hours to edit it and get it done. And you know, like I said, I did it for them, and they you know they were grateful for it. But I'm like, yeah, I'm just not gonna promote you know <laughs> promote that side of it, you know. Yeah. And so, but yeah, doing you know. 
my my favorite thing I get to do with it is DJ, and I love, I really do enjoy getting to yeah, you do to, a good job to with DJ. That. You know, I've had fun with that. I got you know three or four weddings coming up this you know in the next few months. Nice. Got um, first Academy's homecoming yeah. in like twenty something days. You know, <laughs> and so I DJed a wedding uh, not too long ago, and I only did it because I think they you know they asked me. I think they wanted me to be involved at some level mm-hmm. in the wedding, and so you know I. I not a a DJ like I right. like you know I know fun songs and I can mm-hmm. get people kind of hyped up you know get right. people dancing or whatever but <laughs> but it was funny because like I'm in the middle of it and these guys are coming up they're like hey man like I do some DJ work and uh have you considered doing blah 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 and I was like hey I was gonna be honest with you guys like I'm doing this for a friend <laughs> I do, <laughs> That's you funny. know I'm not <laughs> I'm not a DJ they're like Oh, I'm like, yeah, like I'm, I'm actually just her, her music pastor. Like that's right. what I do. I'm just helping out, you know? Yeah. They're like, oh, oh, okay, never mind. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, you know, don't, yeah. I, they're like, have you ever thought about this as a DJ? I'm like, actually, no, I've not <laughs> because I'm not a DJ. That's funny. But that's cool though. I like that because you got your whole rig and everything. You got lights and. Yeah. And so it's fun. I enjoy it. I, um, I did. So I uh, did First Academy's prom last year. Yeah. And that was a little kind of nerve-wracking going into it you know because it's like you know it's, I, i've been wanting to, to do their prom for a long time right. just the it all kind of finally lined up to where you know they you know were like yeah we could use you and so you know met with the prom committee and they're like you know hey the, our biggest thing is is that we we create the playlist we do all the things the dj asks of us to do but they never play any of our music and so they're like that's all we ask is if you just play our music i said all right well i'll do it on one condition i won't play anything that's inappropriate and I won't play anything that's, you know. Yeah. Like, whatever. So I'll, I'll say it's, it's a high school prom, so I'm willing to push the line. There's certain things I said there, you know, I said, this is what I'll do. Like, okay, cool. I said, now give me a playlist. I said, and I'll, I'll, pull, I'll pull from it, you Yeah. Know? So they sent me a 10-hour playlist. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Nothing but ludicrous songs. Pretty much, yeah. DMX. And so I'm like, <laughs> but I was sitting there going Snoop. like. Snoop. Yeah, right? And so I'm just like, I was, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay. I don't even know who that artist is. Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm like, the baby. Yeah, right. So I'm just pulling all these, like, I'm pulling them from all these things. And, you know, had a buddy of mine who came with me to do, like, some videography stuff who's, you know, a little younger than I am. He's like, oh, I know this, that, that song. That's good. That's good. You know, so he was, like, helping me, you know, pull songs from this yeah. stuff. And so we're, you know, we get out there, and, you know, there's some songs that are like, skip the song, skip the song. You know, I'm like, it's a song you requested, <laughs> you know. And so I'm just like, so. I interrupted the whole dance in the middle of the, the whole oh, thing. Oh, no. And okay. I'm like, I said, all right, guys. I said, I said, it's not popular for DJs to make announcements and talk. And I said, I get there's a lot of DJs that, like, they like to talk and they like to do stuff. I said, I'm not going to do that. I said, this is the only announcement I'm going to make. I said, I have a little text request thing that you guys are sending about 150 to 300, you know, songs, give or take. You know, I said, and I'm, I'm just scrolling through all these. I'm literally, like, scrolling them, showing them on my device. I said, plus, I said, I have a 10-hour playlist here that I'm pulling from. So I said, I'm what I'm doing. He says, if it's on the request, it's in the playlist. I'm I'm pulling from that. I said, we're just gonna, but we're gonna have a good time, you know. And so yeah, so we got out there and we did it really good. And and so you know, by the end of the night, you know, I was I was done. I was I was shot. And I'm like, all right, we're good. We got through it. And so then kind of find out that like apparently FA was buzzing for like the next two weeks. I felt like how good I did and stuff like that. Like, oh wow, they're like that's awesome. They're like, you kept us on the dance floor for three hours straight. Yeah. And they're like, we never we've never done had that before. And so that translating to now I'm getting to do homecoming, so that's exciting. Yeah, you that's know. yeah, that's pretty awesome. So. I would, yeah, that would be um, that would be kind of tough, I think, to DJ a uh, Christian school mm-hmm. 
event. Yeah. You know what I mean? With dance songs. You know, because, like, I feel like you get the wrong DJ, and he's playing, like, 90 CCM stuff, you <laughs> right, know? yeah. He's Chat like, all right, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, let's get on the floor, do a little bit of Stephen Curtis Chapman. This is the great adventure. <laughs> Saddle up your horses. You know, like, it would just be, like, huh? it, it would be, like, tough, man, you know? Like, you yeah. know, because you know, <clears throat> it's not like the music's getting any, um, any cleaner <laughs> right that's going on out there you know what i mean so i hear that i hear that you that's know. very funny that's we, cool uh, though we, so we're sitting there and it's the funniest thing and so we get all the way through the end of the night right and they're like well they they have like the same like ending song that they always do and i can't remember what it is but they're like just please just don't do this song at all the whole night i'm like that's fine and so i'm like i've been to a couple of weddings and you know they ended on uh don't stop believing by journey you know i'm like that's a fun one to end on you know Kind of, you know, every, everyone knows it. So we ended on that song. And they start chanting, like, one more song. I'm like, okay, I, I can get one more song. And so, anyways, and so I'm, like, scrolling through this list. And I'm like, oh, this one, like, doesn't have any explicits on it. Like, this one looks fine. So I hit the play button, right? And then I start listening to the song. And none of the teachers, like, I guess, listened to it or could tell what the guy was saying. Because it was a very fast rap song, heavy, heavy upbeat. Yeah. It could have been... There, there could not have been any worse of a song I could have oh, picked. Oh, no. I'm just like, what is one of those, like, I'm like, ah, uh, I'm not going to, I'm just, it's fine. Like, it's just, just don't talk about I'm it. I'm not going to talk about that one, you know. Yeah. But, but no, it's fun, you know. It, it was a good, good night, you know. I got, um, just got a text actually from uh, Brandy down at preschool that want me to DJ the Daddy Daughter Dance again this year. Nice. So I got that one, got that gig, yeah. you know. Got some video editing projects I'm working on, you know. So, just, like I said, I was thinking, I'm, t- I'm telling the fine line of like, I, I want to get myself out there. I want to get the business, you know, get get as get more business and kind of like, you know, get a couple of events a month. But, you know, I don't want to overflow it so much because I am still in school, still have the full time job. So I'm trying to, you know, have that nice balance of life where I'm yeah. like having to, you know, learning to say no and say I can't take that project on or right. you know or just not. You know, I see the project and just let it go on, you know, or it could be like, hey, I know someone else who can do that for you, you know. Sure. <laughs> it's a good, so, good place to be. Trying to find that. And so, I, I, you know, when I first started this, I was like, if I can get a good gig a month, you know, I think this yeah. is, you know, I think that's a, that's a solid, you know, starting place, you know. And it was, it was, you know, one here and three months later I had one here and, you know, now we're halfway through the summer. It's, you know, I'm getting one, you know two months now and so like now it's picking up speed you know and right so I, I've learned I kind of learned in that you know the spring and fall is when to push the DJ side of it and the summertime is when to push the video editing and you know it, all the other stuff and you know just try and find sure you know, venture out into the what other other things are able to other do. options yeah you know, everything that can fit under audio visual you know right so got a um, church in Deltona I'm gonna go up and help install a live stream system for nice. them, you know, cameras and stuff and so they want me to just be able to like flip a light switch and it just everything all, turns all works on and just goes live. I'm like, well, can't I can I can flip the light switch and everything turns on for you, but I you still got to go on and tell it to do the program start. You know? and yeah, so, so like okay, we can we can we can meet in the middle on that point. I'm like okay, and so <laughs> yeah, uh, you can because that's the only way to do it. <laughs> exactly. Sure, we'll meet in the middle. Yeah, that's that's yeah, really funny. That's what you know. So I'm like, all right, well, so but yeah, but yeah, doing that, you know, I got uh, next Friday. I'm going to Mount Dora to help run an HDMI cable for a church. You know, they, you know, their projector is yeah. going nuts. You know, I actually got to 
pull Al Jones in on that one. To their, nice. Their whole, he's good at what he does. Their whole IT side, like, got shot when they had lightning lightning striking. He's like, I don't know what to do. Do you know any IT guys? And so I called Al, I'm like, you bored? And he goes, very. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, him and I would rode down there and, you know. Awesome. So getting to work with him on that, so that was fun. But, yeah. Just, just trying to grab stuff as I can. You I know. think it's great, good experience. So, d- doing some, you know, kind of promotional videos for Josh here. He got a, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the the next Friday, I'm going to his house to do a promotional video for him, for his business cabinet. You know. ca- I mean, woodworking and carpentry and yeah, handyman. He's got, and he's got a like a subdomain he's opening called Six Eight Signatures. I think Six Eight Solutions, something like that. It's it's mainly derivative towards building things for schools and school ba- band stuff, band programs at schools. Nice. So, gonna help him kind of perform. Not four business. four, but six eight. Six eight, yeah. Okay. So he, he said it's because that's his favorite time. Signature. Twelve eight. Don't. You're going. That was music theory. Five eight. Five eight. One two three four five. One two three four five. One two three four five. What? <laughs> yeah, music theory. I barely passed that class. So we're yeah, yeah we got you through it though. We yeah, got yeah. You, you got through it. <laughs> Many phone calls, Stephen. What Steven, is this? What is this? <laughs> okay, here's what you're looking at. Yeah. you did good. This is a Japanese symbol. Nope, that's a treble clef. <laughs> no, yes, definitely not a Japanese symbol. That's funny. <laughs> so, but yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you being the, on the podcast today. I think we, you know, covered pretty much everything. So, coming up with the title for this one's gonna be fun. Well, I feel like we didn't talk about evolution. Like, <laughs> so is your whole is, is your whole pro, is your whole podcast about evolution in football? No, because we didn't talk about either of those things. So, is that just with the bitch? Just that episode, yeah. Okay, yeah. So the podcast is. I mean, I came prepared with a full evolution. You uh, did? No, not at all. Okay. Actually, I was like, I mean, we got time. Let's I'm the last on. person you want to talk to about that kind of stuff. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not in a bad way. Not like not like I support it or whatever, or I don't support it. No one will ever know. Right. Yeah. People just have to make accusations that could be false. Right. That's you know that's what Twitter's for. That is what Twitter's yeah X now actually X yeah I did not know that he changed it oh huh, interesting yeah um, Elon yeah it's called X X so there's no more tweeting mm. I don't think <laughs> I don't know yeah I don't know what you do now you just post to X interesting so there you go well cool. thanks for having me man yeah, I enjoyed man. it it was fun I appreciate it we'll uh, have to have you on eventually one another day eventually again eventually again thanks buddy yeah. Thank you.